with the environment in focus, I'm Tom Pelton. The recent legal actions by the attorneys general of Maryland and Virginia against the Trump administration's EPA over the Chesapeake Bay cleanup are evidence that the landmark 2010 Bay cleanup agreement has failed. Under President Obama, the Bay cleanup was actually making progress with the overall health of the Chesapeake improving from a rating of 47 out of 100 in 2010 to 54 out of 100 in 2016, according to annual report cards issued by the University of Maryland Center for Environmental Science. But under President Trump, the Bay's health rapidly deteriorated, falling from a 54 in 2017 to a 44 last year. Now, some of that decline was because of increased rainfall, driven in part by climate change. More rain flushes more farm fertilizer and other pollutants into the bay. But another cause was ideological. The Trump administration is purposely weak on environmental enforcement, especially with regard to the bay's biggest polluter, Pennsylvania. And Trump's EPA has been energetically working, even during the coronavirus shutdown, to eliminate pollution control regulations. Perhaps it should not be a surprise that the Bay cleanup failed under Trump. America seems to be falling apart all around us these days. Just look at the tear gas and mayhem right outside the gates of the White House and in cities across the country. Millions of people are losing their jobs. Our healthcare system is in chaos. And in the face of a global pandemic, the president can't seem to decide whether to avoid responsibility by telling governors they're in charge or go full authoritarian by ordering the U.S. military to crush protests of police brutality. What ties all of these failures together? The common thread that binds the pollution in the Bay, the lack of preparation in our hospitals, and the madness engulfing our streets is a single fact. We, as Americans, chose someone to run our government who doesn't believe in government. It would be like hiring a football coach who, in his heart, hates the game of football. How well do you think that guy would motivate a team of young football players? Or it would be like selecting someone to lead a national response to a medical crisis, like the coronavirus pandemic, who disregards medical advice and thinks he's more expert than the experts. Since Ronald Reagan declared that government is the problem, not the solution, the majority in the Republican Party has believed that tax cuts and free markets are the cure-all vaccines for everything that ails America, and that all government needs is to be hollowed out. Everything in government should be cut and stripped away in their view, except the military, the police, and the courts. Why? So those in power can keep power. In a time of crisis like this, when cop cars are burning in the streets, it is not a time for despondency over this, but for picturing a way forward. The first step towards saving our country, cleaning up our Chesapeake Bay, fixing our healthcare system, or even reforming our police departments, is to reject and vote out of government those who do not believe in government, those whose only loyalty is to themselves and their profit and who keep their knees on the throats of everyone else. We need to rebuild the foundation of our democracy, the idea that government, elected by all the people, has a legitimate and active role to play in improving the lives of all of us, and protecting and improving our common shared spaces like our schools and streets and waterways. 
with the Environment in Focus. I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the Able Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.